to a special edition of the Darden Admissions Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. So this episode is all about our recent diversity conference here at the Darden School of Business. As you may know, uh, this past weekend marked the occasion of our fourth annual diversity conference. And in celebration of the event, thought it would be fun to catch up with a couple students from the diversity conference planning committee to talk about this year's conference, everything that went into making it happen, and so much more. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here is my interview with a couple students from the diversity conference planning committee, Kalia Leggett, member of our full-time MBA class of 2022, and Chi Lo, a member of the executive MBA class of 2022. Kalia, Chi, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Brett. It's good to be here. Thank you so much, Brett. Really appreciate being here, and uh, it's always a pleasure to be able to catch up with you. It's great having you both here. Um, we're going to talk about uh, an event that took place this, this past weekend here at the Darden School of Business, the Darden Diversity Conference, the fourth annual uh, Darden Diversity Conference. is a tremendous event. It was hosted virtually this year. We're going to get into that. Uh, but before we get there, I want to talk a little bit more about you. Uh, Kalia, I'd like to come to you first. First of all, how, how are you doing? I should note for our listeners at home, you're in the midst of a class day. You're calling in from a learning team room uh, there, there at Darden and Charlottesville. I'm sitting here in Roslyn uh, for our listeners. Uh, so a busy day for you, I'm sure. Very busy day. It's week three of our second quarter. And for some reason, it feels like the busiest quarter I've gone through. Um, but yes, so I just wrapped up my classes for the day, ran straight from class into the learning team room to join you. All right. Can we ask what, what classes uh, are you taking right now? Yeah, I'm taking quite a few classes. So today I had a class called Project Management. After that, I had a class on Entrepreneurial Finance and Private Equity. And then I just came from a class called Core 2.0. Um, since we didn't have a normal core experience last year during covid we have a revamped version this year where we can meet with our section and hear from our core professors, which has been really exciting to have us all reunited. Um, taking a few other classes on operation strategy and uh, doing an elective and then with the admissions committee um, and just, you know, keeping myself really busy in the meantime. <laughs> I would say so. That's a, that's a lot on your plate. And for our listeners you know, wondering, yes, we've resumed normal operations here at the Darden School of Business, but last year for Kalia's class, uh, with COVID, uh, there was a rotation in place um, that meant, you know, students did have the opportunity to, to learn in what was called you know, hybrid learning where you have in-person and virtual participants. Uh, but as Kalia notes, it was different uh, than the typical section experience where you have 65 students in a classroom together going through the core, core curriculum in that first year. And then obviously moving into electives in quarter four. Um, well, Kalia, thank you so much for taking time out of a busy day. And Chi, I know you've got a full plate right now. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, Brad, thank you for asking. I'm doing really well, doing really well. We're into Q8 right now and um, taking a couple of, of course, electives with a couple of core courses as well. So definitely just trying to find that balance. And um, it's just amazing that we're only a couple quarters away from graduation, but ju definitely just trying to enjoy these final moments with the cohort and the experience as well. Yeah. So for our listeners who listen to the Exec MBA podcast on, on a regular basis, they'll recognize that voice. Uh, they know that you've been on before um, when we caught up with you and also checked in with some of the other members of the Diversity and Inclusion Committee uh, here uh, for the Executive MBA program. And so 
Uh, thanks for coming back on the podcast, Chi. Um, but so as I mentioned, you know, it's great to hear both of you are doing well, staying busy. I just want to start off by talking a little bit more about your respective MBA journey. So your background, what you did before coming to Darden. So Clee, I'm going to come back to you uh, to get us started here. Tell us a little bit more about your story. Sure. So before Darden, I was working in D.C. for the federal government. I was specifically working for the United States Senate, doing a little bit more policy oriented, as well as some management um, tasks while in that role. And when I was doing that, I realized that I wanted a little bit of a switch. I wanted to gain some more quantitative skills. I wanted to be able to hone in on my management experience and hopefully bring that to a different industry. And so I came to a realization about three years after I started that job that an MBA would be the right next move for me. Um, And that's how I started the process and um, fell in love with Darden throughout the process and was so excited to come here and still excited to be here. I want to stay with with you for a second. Uh, And I'm asking this question, we're recording this here on the 11th of November, just a few days from now. Uh, we're going to have a conversation that we've hosted four times uh, now um, around the value of an MBA for policy professionals, people coming from that background, maybe interested in going into that background, going into staying in that work or continuing with that work. Um, how did you land on an MBA? I imagine a lot of the people you were working with uh, around the political process, they might have been thinking about master's of public policy, law degree, other other possible Um, graduate degrees. Um, How'd you land on an MBA? That's a great question. I think I knew all along after I graduated from undergrad that I wanted to go back to grad school, but I wanted to work for a few years to figure out what program I wanted to do just because I wasn't sure. And going from the Hill to an MBA isn't the most linear or the most used process. Um, A lot of people will go to law school or do a master's in public policy But what I came to realize for myself is I personally wanted a little bit more of a well-rounded type of educational experience where I could get those quantitative skills that I didn't get in undergrad. And I didn't see myself as a person who would make a whole career or an entire career in the um, political or government world. Maybe it's something I will go back to in the future, but it's a few years that I wanted to have that experience. I loved it. Maybe one day I'll go back to it, but I wanted to be able to step back and have the skills to do even more just to see what else is out there in the world. Well, that point really resonates with what's come up in past conversations with our alumni and current students on those uh, MBA for public policy, uh, converse, policy professionals conversations. A lot of what you'll hear people talk about is versatility and flexibility, right? The MBA creates a lot of options uh, for you. You could certainly remain uh, working around the policy process um, or in the political world, or you could go do something else. And the MBA um, does open many, many paths. Um, so thank you for sharing your background, Kalia. Uh, Chi, want to come to you. Um, obviously, this is something you've shared before, but for our, our listeners who haven't heard your, your first interview here on the podcast, um, Tell us a little bit more about your background and what you're doing currently. Yeah, Brent. So a little bit about my background. Um, for the past 10 years, I spent the majority of my career actually in higher education to where I had the opportunity to serve in many leadership roles there. And I believe it was when I was uh, working on my dissertation, um, I did some self-reflection and I realized that maybe someday I wanted to see myself more uh, in a corporate role within HR as HR business partner, 
um, somewhere in that road because I really appreciate employee engagement, employee culture. And so it was actually a couple years ago, um, I, I really did some deep reflection and um, I started looking at the Darden School of Business and uh, my conversation with you, Brett, kind of changed everything. Just having that experience and uh, meeting with you, doing a class visit, getting to see the case study methodology, um, it really confirmed um, everything that I believe the Darden School of Business would help me out with. And um, it was actually during the first year where I recently made my transition out of higher ed uh, into tech. And so right now I'm currently a senior talent partner at Tesla, which I first started as an intern this past year. I took a leap of faith and uh, it definitely paid off on my end and uh, much appreciation to the Darden School of Business because uh, without it, I probably would not have had that opportunity. And so um, definitely enjoying it right now, just serving in a senior talent partner role, specifically in performance and um, just um, kind of working through that area now. But that's really what um, led me to the MBA at Darden. I wanted to open up those doors and have an opportunity to get back into the corporate world where I can utilize my strengths of working collaboratively with, collaboratively with people and um, in a fast-paced environment. Well, I do remember when you came for your visit. You came all the way from California out to Washington, uh, the Washington, D.C. area to Roslyn, where our executive MBA students were having class that weekend. I think you spent a whole day with us, which was which was great. It was great to to have that time. We tried to make it worth your while. If you're going to come all the way from California, we wanted to to give you a, a chance, um, kind of meet people and have, have the full experience. So, gee, I'm going to stick stick with you here. Um, kind of ask the next question: um, What about Darden particularly resonated with you? Or um, now that you are a little bit further along, you mentioned quarter eight um, in the program. You know, what has been the impact uh, of the Darden experience? What, do you, what have you gotten out of the program so far? Yeah, Brett. So I think the one thing that really resonated with me when I came for the class visit was um, the case study methodology, just being able to get insight from the 21 class and learning about the approach and just seeing how it really rounded them out as learners in the classroom, having the learning team approach and then being able to prepare for your cases and going in and actually applying the theory within the casework and um, seeing different perspectives to the case study methodology. Um, I believe it was Shane DeColey's course, which I sat in on. And um, after that course, I knew that I wanted to, um, you know, if accepted, I wanted to be a part of Darden because of that experience. It's just completely different the way that theory is applied. And um, just going through that experience, I feel like you learn so much just by drawing on the experiences of your classmate as well. So that was one thing that stood out. And the other thing that really stood out to me was just the community. I think Darden has just a phenomenal community when it comes to students. The 21 class uh, specifically was very helpful during that visit. They definitely um, shared with me, um, answered all the questions that I needed um, during my visit to Darden as well. And I remember there was a Bay Area community as well, too. I think we had four or five students from the 21 class who um, really talked to me a little bit about the flexibility and, um, of course, the travel and how that work-life balance would be. But um, I really enjoyed the community. And that's really helped out, of course, too, when I was, of course, um, you know, looking for opportunities as well and doing informational interviews early on. Um, I, I would say the network is very tight-knit and um, they are always willing and open to answering the call. And so that's one thing that I really appreciated. And um, now that I'm, of course, eight quarters in, um, I can definitely see the value as far as um, the leadership, the quantitative skills, and even just understanding the content better because of the case study methodology. I always tell people that um, going into year two, when you look back a year from now, a year ago, it's truly been a transformational experience for me personally. I came in with the intent wanting to 
um, develop my leadership skills and to be a more competent leader. And uh, when I look back from my time now and when I first started the program, um, I definitely feel a lot more confident as a leader, especially as it pertains to decision-making skills, quantitative abilities, and um, just being able to apply what I've learned in courses. And so um, I've greatly appreciated the program. Still learning a couple more quarters to go, but I'm definitely excited to uh, make the most of these final quarters. I really appreciate the, the, the points about the, the way that students learn at Darden, this kind of active participatory learning approach. Uh, we've had a couple mock classes this week, and last night we were on with Raj Venkatesan, um, uh, who teaches marketing, a number of marketing electives. Um, and then the night before, we had, were on with Yael, and both of them talked about how this this way of sort of exploring the application of things in class, having to speak what you're thinking makes the learning stickier uh, for students. It, it is a way of way of sort of pushing yourself a bit to say, well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to work on, I'm, I'm going to develop other skills in addition to uh, just learning about accounting or finance. It becomes this kind of more holistic sort of multidimensional approach that, oh, by the way, also has the benefit of um, helping you learn something a little bit better because you're not just thinking about it. You're also saying it and, and you're practicing, practicing with it. So um, thank you, Chief, for, for sharing those insights. Kalia, I'm going to come to you. Same question. You know, what about Darden resonated with you? And now you're in, uh, you're in year two of the program, you're clipping right along. Um, you know, what, what's it been like, um, you know, now reflecting on, on your growth and development over this past, past couple of years? I would definitely have to echo everything that she said. The community at Darden has been amazing. And when I was still going through the process of figuring out which business school to go to, it was something that I consistently noticed with Darden, whether it was people that I was speaking to in MBA, at MBA fairs in DC back when they were still in person um, to coming to campus to visit. I just felt like every interaction I had with Dart in person was just so warm and inviting. And it was a place that I wanted to be for my personal growth and development. In addition to like what she said in the classroom, the case method was really important to me because of the fact that I was coming from such a different background. I needed to be in a place that, that I felt really, really supported my educational growth and development. And I found that Darden has been that place. In addition to that, I would say that the leadership ability, uh, the leadership potential, um, at Darden is just outstanding. I knew that I wanted to grow my skills as a leader. And from the leadership courses that you take starting in Q1, when you're in leadership organizations and you're learning about sticky situations that you can deal with as a leader of an organization, to actually being able to put that in practice by leading a club by the time that you're in your second year, even being on the board of several clubs has been something that's been really transformational for me because I've been able to see the other side of it, not just see what leadership looks like in the classroom, but then also like see what that looks like firsthand. So I've really enjoyed that. And then of course, I just have to throw in here that I, I love Charlottesville. I knew that I wanted to be in a place like Charlottesville for my two years that I was doing business school. And I love doing all of the outdoors stuff. I love the food scene here. Um, there was just a lot of factors that added up together that made Darden the right choice for me. I want to talk a little bit more about extracurricular activities because we're going to talk about the diversity conference and we're going to talk about your roles on the planning uh, committee for the diversity conference. Um, but 
you're also people that have a lot of other things going on. So, Kalia, what else are you doing in addition to being a being a student here at the Darden School of Business? What what other uh, what other things are on your plate? Yeah, so I serve on the board of our Black Business Student Association, otherwise known as BBSA, as the VP of Careers and Admissions. So, helping our students throughout the recruiting process and also helping guide them throughout the academic experience. In addition to that, I serve as a co-president of the running club. I really enjoy running. I love running in Charlottesville. So that's been a great joy to be able to lead that and create new events with that. I also serve on the board of the Community Consultants of Darden, which is a unique club where we have groups of students who do consulting projects for local businesses in Charlottesville. And I had the privilege of serving on one of those uh, teams last year that helps a local business in Charlottesville. And I loved it so much that I wanted to continue working with it by serving on the board. So those are my main um, priorities that I have. And then of course, little things come up along the way. I appreciate the shout out for the community consultants of of Darden. Um, We're going to have Olivia on the podcast to talk a little bit more um, about, about that organization. We get a lot of prospective student questions about the student organization. And so um, it's going to be great to catch up with her and to talk more about that. So to our listeners, stay tuned. Uh, Kalia, uh, what was the community organization that you worked with um, last year? If you can, if you can share that. Yeah. So we were working for a client called Be Just, which is, a little bit of like a home goods store in the Belmont neighborhood in Charlottesville. And I don't know if I can disclose exactly what the project was, but we got to work closely with them. We got to go into the store and come up with some creative ideas um, to the specific issue that they presented us with. And so it was really fun and it was great to be able to learn about the the, um, business as well, because I never heard of it before. And then now I'm able to share that with people when they come to Charlottesville and ask what they should do. I tell them to go there. That's nice. Um, it's great to hear about those projects. And one of the things that came up in an earlier conversation with Natal- Natalia Alvarez-Diaz is, you know, she is someone that is in, engaged in the Charlottesville community outside of, of being a, a Darden student and is volunteering. And she talked very powerfully about how that complemented her experience and really gave her a great perspective on, on what she was doing at Darden. I'm sure that is invariably a, a byproduct of, of doing those kind of service projects, the, the consulting projects. Um, so, so thank you, Kalia. Um, so Chi, coming to you, same question. Um, what else are you involved in, in here uh, in executive MBA program in addition to your coursework? Yeah, Brett. So um, on my end, I serve on our executive student association as the VP of diversity and I also serve on our um, consulting club as the VP of technology. And it's just been a great pleasure in, in taking those opportunities and really working with our phenomenal student leadership team. Um, and even within the consulting club, just getting to know everyone a little bit, bit better through their passions and um, seeing them pursue their goals and to, to see them achieve success. So it's, it's been a great experience thus far. All right, so let's start. We, we said we're going to talk about it, so let, let's talk about it. Uh, the diversity conference happened this past weekend on Friday and Saturday, two very full days of activities. I um, feel I'm pretty sure I was online for almost every session starting around noon on Friday um, until the evening on, on Friday night. There were learning team meetings in the evenings prepped for the mock classes the following day. And then Saturday, First thing up were mock classes with a number of Darden faculty. So students were broken into small groups, uh, about 25, 30, 35 students uh, per group. And so they had a mock class. And then after that, I had a chance to watch 
a fireside chat with Melissa Thomas Hunt, member of the Darden faculty, recently joined. Uh, came back to Darden after spending time at Airbnb. Um, and so uh, then after, after that, there's an alumni panel. Um, there's a conversation with Darden faculty, a wrap up with a couple students. I mean, like a very full, full couple days of programming. Um, and all of that was dreamed up by a planning committee that included uh, both students and, and staff uh, from, the, from the admissions uh, team. Uh, and Kalia and she were, were a couple of those students. So um, Kalia, what, what did you enjoy about being part of the planning efforts? What I enjoyed a lot was getting to work with some of my peers on making this weekend happen. And it was just really exciting seeing how the, the planning process went from our first meeting as a committee over the summer, I remember that meeting very vividly, to actually seeing it executed last weekend. It's just really exciting to see that growth and knowing that you had some hand and potentially helping some students decide or prospective students decide that Darden would be the right fit for them. And so that was the most exciting thing for me is being part of that and then hopefully being part of someone's um, MBA journey. One of the things that we've heard pretty consistently from, from the, some of the attendees who've written in after the event, just kind of reflecting on the event, um, Kalia, I wonder if this resonates with you, is just the passion and enthusiasm that they encountered from all the, all the current students and the other Darden community members that they engaged with, faculty and staff uh, throughout the weekend. Like people are genuinely enthusiastic about, about Darden. Definitely. Even from some of my peers that I spoke to who are heads of other clubs or on boards of other clubs who participated in the diversity conference over the weekend, they all talked about how excited they were to participate in it. They're, it's definitely not something that people just do because, oh, that they have to do it. But it's something that people really want to do because Darden students really understand the importance of diversity. And we want to showcase how we embrace diversity and inclusion at Darden. And so there's definitely a level of passion there that's very genuine and that I hope came across to the prospective students. Yeah, you mentioned that there were a couple couple fairs. One was an affinity club fair, um, and then there was another that was more job career uh, fair related. And so, um, tremendous turnout from the clubs and organizations. Uh, we hosted all of this via Hopin, and so I went. I was going through the full list of all the clubs and organizations across full time MBA as well as executive MBA. So, it's a, quite a scroll uh, down. Strong turnout from all. all all, all of those groups. Um, so Chi, one of the cool things about this year's diversity conference, so I will, I will note, we've, we've had executive MBA prospective students attend in past years. This year was a little bit different in that um, executive MBA, part-time MBA students expressly kind of included in the marketing of the event and kind of it was promoted directly to them. Uh, there was programming that specifically related or at least intersected with the uh, working professional student experience um, as part of the planning efforts. What was that like to be on the, on the planning committee and be part of that conversation as really kind of the inaugural, one of the inaugural executive MBA students to be part of that conversation? Yeah, Brett, I, I thought it was just great. I mean, first and foremost, I think the planning committee did an excellent job in just finding ways to really incorporate student faculty and staff into the planning process, because from my perspective, um, as an executive MBA student, 
um, it was just great to be able to see how much work is put into it. And most importantly, how we highlight diversity at Darden, whether it's through the affinity clubs, whether it's the different associations, whether it's through um, the case study methodology. I was actually stepping back this weekend and thinking about it. I was wondering, you know, as a student, it would have been uh, phenomenal. I mean, I mean, it was great coming in with the class visit, but um, if I were a prospective student, I, I felt it would have just been a great opportunity to really dive in and learn about Darden and get to feel the actual experience and speak to students um, from different affinity clubs and the diverse groups and um, really see the case study methodology approach. Because um, as students, even myself, you know, I had questions coming in and um, in talking to the alumni, um, they help clarify those questions. But I think prospective students now having the opportunity to really come in and be a part of the diversity conference here um, are able to see that firsthand and they can speak with students. And I think, um, you know, I, I can't speak for the students who were there this weekend, but I'm sure they can walk away with just a great feeling of what diversity actually is like at Darden and what the Darden experiences is like. And so from my perspective, I thought that was probably one of the greatest parts of the planning process, just seeing um, how the planning committee orchestrated um, the planning of utilizing faculty, staff, students into the process so that students can get a feel of what the actual experience would be. Yeah, in two days, accomplished a lot, uh, as, as you note. And um, just a, I'm trying to think about how many meetings uh, there were, how many meetings were had. As, as Clea noted, um, the meetings actually started in the summer, and here we are, um, November um, uh, intentional, thoughtful uh, is the word are the words that come to mind. Like, Kalia, I feel like there was a lot of thought and intention put into what are the students going to do? How, you know, wh- how is it going to help them learn about the things that she mentioned about diversity here at Darden, the student experience, all of that kind of stuff. Um, does that square with, with your, your reflection? Yes, definitely. You know, we only had two days and there's a lot that we wanted to fit into those two days. And so there was definitely a lot of thought on each piece of the conference, who was speaking at what time, what amount of time was allotted to which event. And this was all to make sure that the prospective students were able to maximize everything everything that they could learn about and experience with Darden. And I hope that the prospective students found that really successful, but there there was a lot of thought that went behind that. Agreed. And, and she, I'm, I'm thinking about the fact that uh, for our executive MBA students in particular, uh, there was just the global diversity event, uh, which was executive MBA event that happened here on a Saturday night at Sands Family Grounds, included everything from flamenco uh, dancers to a drag show to student testimonials to videos from Scott Beardsley, Martin Davidson, all these kinds of I mean, it's a tremendous event. And then also the diversity conference. What was it like to, to as, you, as you think about, you know, same kind of question, you know, to think about, we want to introduce uh, people to, to diversity at, at Darden. We want to make sure that prospective students and community members really have a sense of what this is. Um, what was it like to think about those kinds of things? Yeah, I think going through this past month, I can tell you, Brett, it was definitely a balancing act for, for a lot of us, especially in the planning committee for, for both events. But I think the one thing that pushed us forward is just knowing the meaning and the value that we were putting into uh, each of our sections and, and creating what we did for, especially for um, our very first global diversity event for, for the EMBA population. And um, it was just great. I mean, just speaking specifically on that, we had, uh, of course, a wonderful planning committee and leadership behind that to where 
we really tried to involve once again faculty, staff, and students into that process. But um, to be able to um, plan and of course execute that event the way that we did, it, it was just great. And and to see the support of all faculty, staff, and students be there, and um, to see everyone celebrate global diversity, it's it just it's a great feeling for all of us to know that um, you know it's a lot of times we talk about diversity, but I think it's having these types of events and really embracing it and celebrating it is when we're able to bring it to light, to, to, to actually demonstrate the, the diversity that takes place here at the Darden School of Business. And so um, we all truly enjoyed that event and we hope that it's uh, the first of many to come. And um, as far as the planning committee for this event as well too, or the diversity uh, event this past weekend, the same process. It was great to just kind of go through the thought process and just um, kind of embrace um, the diverse. I think the one thing for me that I really enjoyed is, like I said, just seeing the different clubs and organizations um, be available to speak openly about uh, what it's like to be a student at Darden and to what it's like to really be a part of a club or an affinity group and, um, and the support that you'll have going through that process. I think that's really important because we always talk about having a sense of community and belongingness. And I think um, by showing it through these efforts, um, I think we continue to demonstrate that Darden um, definitely values diversity and uh, we're, we're definitely taking strides in the right direction to improve it. So I love it. Yeah. I want to, I do want to make sure to note, I mean, so we had students, faculty, staff turn it out on, you know, so we had over 50 learning team volunteers for Friday night learning team meetings, um, you know, getting together groups of prospective students, helping them prep for class, learn a little bit more about the Darden experience. We had, club leaders volunteering on both Friday and Saturday, student volunteers across Friday and Saturday, faculty volunteers um, on Saturday, leading classes, being on a panel, and people's willingness to take time to share their experience. Um, that, that was the thing that really hung with me. Um, I was just amazed. Uh, was Chi, you and I had worked on finding volunteers uh, from the executive student organizations and colleagues, Christian West and Christian Robinson and, and Haley Whitlock jury, same. Uh, and with a lot of the, the residential student organizations, the full-time student organizations and just the warm response, like from people happy to be there, happy to help want to, want to share my experience. I, I, that was, um, that was to me, one of the truly incredible things that's, you know, every business school is going to talk about, about community. I, I can't think of one who would note it, but nevertheless, when you have these kinds of events, and people show up and they're excited to be there and, and excited to share their experience that, that, that always, it means something to me. It always resonates with me. So, um, Kalia, I want to come back with a question for, for you and on this theme, um, the diversity conference, giving students a sense of, uh, of what diversity is, why it matters here at, here at the Darden School of Business, recognizing that you know we have listeners out there uh, who were not able to attend this past this past weekend, um, so, you know, only can accommodate so many people and these kinds of things. Um, so I want to give some airtime uh, to this particular topic. You know, so for you, in your opinion, you know, what what is what is why does diversity matter at, at Darden, and, and what does it look like here at the Darden School of Business? Yeah, that's definitely, that's a great question. I would say there's so many facets of diversity. It's, there's racial diversity, ethnic diversity, there's diversity of the country that you call home. There's, you know, uh, diversity based on your sexual orientation. And I think that when you come to business school, 
you know, you're bringing all of those facets of identity with you. You don't just suddenly become a business school student and like all of your other identities fall away. And so for me, it's important to highlight these types of diversity in business school because it's part of who you are. It's part of this growth and development that you will go through in your two years or, you know, if you're doing an executive education program, however long you're going throughout business school. And it also, it's a reflection of what you'll see in the real world. Um, you know, we might operate in a business school setting, but the idea is that we come here for a certain amount of time, you get an education, you gain skills, you maybe learn what your passion is, and then you go into the real world where the real world is people of all different backgrounds, um, from all different types of life experiences. And you want to be able to celebrate all of those different backgrounds and experiences, and also know how to communicate with people from all different backgrounds and experiences. And so, for me, the importance of, you know, highlighting and emphasizing diversity in business school is because you're, we're going to be released into a world where that's, it's expected of us to interact with people, people of, um, of a diverse background. And so as much as we can here, it's great to, to highlight that, to emphasize that, to really support and, and appreciate people from those different backgrounds. Um, but also because we don't want to remove the person or like the future CEO, the future consultant, whatever someone might be from who they are at their core. Um, I, I think that's also something that's important, you know, for me, um, I also think about intersectional identities as like a black woman. It's important for me to come to a place or be in a place that really lets me celebrate both of those identities without me feeling like I have to hide anything. And so that's why I found that's really important that especially in Darden, that that's really, that's really um, supported and celebrated. And I, you know, no, no, no company, no school, no one's perfect. There's always like room for growth, but I think that opportunities like um, attending the diversity conference or any other diversity events that Darden might hold in the future, just show exactly how Darden does this, how Darden wants to celebrate these different identities and also just be open to thinking of new ways um, to be able to support diversity and inclusion. Chi, I want to come to the you, same question. You know, um, how do you think about diversity at a place like Darden and, and, and why does it matter? Yeah, so great question, Brett. So I think from my perspective, I echo everything that Kalia just said. I think um, diversity is very important to the Darden School of Business for those reasons. And the one thing that I would add too is we, we have a common theme that we always talk about and it's, it's, it's to improve the student learning experience, especially within the community, because um, the way that we see it is we all are hopefully going to develop to be successful leaders down the road. And I think in order to, to make change in the workplace and to create a positive change of understanding the uniqueness of, of an individual and also understand the similarities that we're all very similar in our own ways, um, I think it's important to understand diversity, equity, inclusion, because by understanding that we become better leaders and we can make impact um, within our organizations and, and essentially the world. And so um, that's one thing that I know we try to do within the executive MBA specifically is um, just find ways to um, broaden our perspectives. And I think within our cohorts, it's, we, we just have such a unique group of people. And I think um, y'all do a great job as well of bringing in people who share similar values and um, share, um, you know, just, I, I like to call it the Darden student. Um, you know, it, it's just great when you're here because everyone has the same drive, goals, 
um, ethics, integrity. And I think for us being in the classroom of 125 people, it gives us the opportunity to kind of, um, like Kalia said, to, to apply and practice and learn more about people here while we're um, in school. And, and so when we go out and face the real world, uh, we now understand some of those uh, unique avenues and, the, and some of the differences that may lie there, but it provides us more perspective in how we can approach a problem when we're faced with one um, within our future responsibilities. And so I think um, that's the importance of diversity from my lens is finding ways to continuously learn and, and just broaden our perspectives about the uniqueness of people and really uh, valuing and respecting the gifts that they bring so that uh, we're all able to move forward and build a better world together. I appreciate uh, your points there, um, Chi, because I think, I mean, for us from an admissions standpoint, um, one, openness to other perspectives, other experiences, it just being open to, to learning uh, from your classmates and the, the perspectives you're encountering in classes. It's essential for what you do at Darden and something that's very much on our mind uh, when reading applications and, and thinking about, think about thinking about our applicants as we build the class. The other thing though, um, it's no, no small matter is, you know, we have short, short answer questions that are in the application and we very intentionally choose uh, those questions. Um, the questions touch upon core values, core parts of the Darden experience uh, and relevant germane to our conversation today. One of those question prompts uh, is diversity and inclusion. This is a core value. It's essential to what happens here. And, you know, there's a signaling aspect to that, right? We want people to know that that's something that these, these are important values here at Darden, but we also want to know how you think about these things and experiences that you've had. Um, and we ask about uh, this directly on the application. That is, there's no accident there. I do want to ask you the same last question that we ask of all of, all of our guests here on the podcast. Piece of advice, a suggestion, a tip you might have for our listeners. Um, Chi, I'll come to you first and then Clea, I'll let you wrap things up here. So Chi, a uh, piece of advice you'd have for our listeners today. Yeah, I would just say this one goes out to the prospective students, but um, if you're thinking about Darden and if you um, have questions about it, definitely reach out to the community uh, or alumni community here to answer any questions that you may have. But um, similar to what we've talked about today, it's it's a wonderful community. It's a wonderful, great learning experience. The case study methodology uh, is just phenomenal. And um, I think the friendships and the bonds that you'll build through this experience uh, will impact you for the rest of your life on top of the community that you'll meet through uh, your experience there at Darden. So um, I would just say best of luck on your journey. And, you know, we definitely look forward to welcoming you to the Darden community. Okay, Kalia, uh, any, any last words of advice for our listeners today? Yeah, I would be happy to say, you know, this is building off of the conversation that we were just having, Brett, but if you're at the part of your MBA or business school journey where you've decided to apply, feel free to bring your full true self. Be genuine in your application. Don't say what you think people want you to say or write down in your application. But no matter what, whether it's Darden or anywhere else, like bring your full true self. Um, and that should be supported and celebrated in every way. And so I wish you all the best of luck throughout this journey. And um, I hope that it goes well. And I'm, I'm sure that it will go well. Kalia. Chi, thank you so much. It's, it's been such a pleasure and, and good luck with what sounds like a, a very busy quarter for both of you. Thanks, Brad. It was great to be able to have this conversation. Thank you so much, Brad. Always appreciate having a conversation with you. 
And that was my interview with two students on the planning committee for this year's diversity conference, Kalia Leggett, member of our full-time MBA class of 2022, and Chi Lo, a member of our executive MBA class of 2022. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Until next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.